0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Creator Kids. CreatorKids.com features live classes for kids. There's watercolor classes, you can learn iMovie, digital painting, drawing classes, and more. Creator Kids is fun, productive screen time. And you can get 20% off using the promo code KIDSTORIES20. Check out the links in the show notes to learn how you can view a free drawing class featuring characters from the Valley Town series. Before we get started, let's jump into some shout-outs. Theo, from Melbourne, Australia, has shared a number of different drawings and ideas. I really appreciate your ideas, Theo. I think if you were a character in the Valley, you would be a wizard artist, and the things you painted would come to life and become real. Thanks for listening, Theo. Remington Hunt is a big fan of the stories and a great drawer of gloops. Remington, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be an Invisi-Ninja. Like, a ninja that could turn invisible sometimes. Thanks for listening, Remington. Oliver Krupa from Toronto has been listening to the podcast for years. That's awesome, Oliver. I think if you were a character on the podcast, you would be a chameleon ninja, and you'd wear a special suit that would allow you to blend in with your surroundings so you could sneak up on anyone. Belay on, Oliver. Liam and his adventure dog Ludo enjoy the stories. Liam, I think if you were a character on the podcast, you'd be a ninja dragon trainer, and Ludo would be a magic dog dragon that can turn into a dragon. And the two of you would wander the land, helping injured and lost dragons. Thanks for listening, Liam. And Artie from Canberra, Australia likes to listen. Thanks so much for your fantastic artwork, Artie. If you were a character on the podcast, I think you would be a time traveler from outer space who flies his ship into a portal and lands in the middle of the valley and Momo and the others would be like, what? Thanks for listening, Artie. Today's episode is titled Hot Dog Sabotage Part 2 and I hope you like it. Simon climbed up to the flat roof of a nearby apartment building. He had a great view of their hot dog counter. He crouched down so he was almost completely hidden. Some dim streetlights nearby lit the area just enough. Simon waited, and waited, and waited, and waited. Crickets chirped, and the moon rested high in the dark sky. Simon found it difficult to stay awake. His eyelids were getting heavy, and his blinks were longer and longer. Finally, he heard a noise from down the street, He turned his head and squinted his eyes to see in the dim light. A figure in a cloak walked down the street. It turned its head from side to side, as if making sure it was alone. It was all very suspicious. Simon's adrenaline pumped and he was wide awake now. He couldn't make out who was under the cloak since the person wore a hood that covered their entire face. Just as Simon figured, this mysterious person went straight to their hot dog stall and began messing around. From up on the roof, Simon was too far away to see what this person was doing exactly. Simon reached down and grabbed his fighting sticks. Just as he was ready to pop up and leap down to the ground to deliver some tough justice, he felt a hand on his arm. Simon spun around, ready to fight whoever had snuck up on him, only to discover that it was his little sister. Louisa, what are you doing here? Simon asked in a whisper yell. I'm keeping track of you and making sure you don't fall off any buildings, said Louisa. How's the stakeout? I'm tracking the sneaks who've been sabotaging our counter. Look! Simon pointed down to the ground. He and Louisa ducked down next to each other and quietly watched the hooded figure. They still could not see what it was doing, but it was clearly messing with their food counter. We gotta jump down there and blast this stinker, Simon whispered to Louisa. Louisa shook her head. Simon, we can't just blast every stinker we come across. Can too, replied Simon. Relax, let's just follow him and then we'll know who it is. And then tomorrow I can do the diplomatic thing and just talk it out, said Louisa. Talk it out, said Simon. That's ridiculous. But whatever. If your plan doesn't work, then we blast him. Okay, said Louisa. They watched as the mystery figure finished whatever it was he was doing and shuffled off into the night. Louisa and Simon were expert trackers, and they were able to follow this person without being spotted. They tracked the hooded figure all the way back to its home. Once inside, Louisa and Simon crept up to get a good look at the name on the mailbox. It read, The Baloney Robot Family. I knew it, said Simon. No, you didn't said Louisa. Okay, well, I suspected it anyway. Those bologna bots have never liked me. They never wave at me when I say hello. The bologna robot family had been running the robot pizza food stall for years. They were well known throughout town, and everyone loved their handmade bologna pizza. It seems like they're trying to sabotage our food stall so we'll leave town, suggested Louisa. Then that'll be less competition for their pizza business. Exactly, said Simon. Or maybe they just don't like you, said Louisa. Oh, ha ha, said Simon. Whatever the reason, you try your diplomacy thing tomorrow, and when that doesn't work, I get to blast the bolts out of them. It'll work, said Louisa. And the two siblings returned home to get a little sleep before work the next day. Louisa and Simon examined their food stall the next morning, trying to figure out what method of sabotage the robot used. After a little rummaging about, they discovered the disgusting truth. Oh, this is nasty, said Simon. He tipped the large nacho cheese tub toward Louisa so she could see inside. Among the gloopy orange cheese were hundreds of thick black hairs. Oh, that's awful, said Louisa. No way we're turning that into a daily special. They dumped the cheese in the trash. Louisa made a sign that read, Lactose intolerance day. No cheese. All right then, Louisa. Let's see how this talking it out thing works, said Simon. Sure thing, said Louisa. She walked down Food Avenue to the robot pizza food stall. Three robots were diligently putting toppings on pizzas and cooking them in their little oven. Excuse me, she said, stepping back behind their food counter. "'I'm Louisa from the Chubby Puppy Stuffed Hot Dogs booth, and... "'Listen, I'm just going to be straight with you. "'We know you've been messing with our stuff. "'What's the deal?' "'One of the robots stopped working and turned to look at Louisa. "'We do not know what you're talking about,' said the robot. "'Oh, come on. "'We saw you messing with our booth last night, and then we followed you home. "'You're busted. "'Now, what's the big deal?' Why are you trying to sabotage our food stall? The robot paused for a moment, as if it were processing what she said and thinking of how to respond. We deny everything, the bot said. You know nothing. Go away. Okay now, I I know we can settle this. Like adults, all you need to do is... Luisa began, but before she could finish, she was rudely interrupted. One of the other robots was tossing a pizza up into the air to shape the dough. He accidentally lost control of the pizza, and it spun right into Louisa's face. She stood, stunned, as the pizza slowly slid down her body to the ground. Oops, said the robot, and it went back to making pizzas. Okay, then, if that's how you want to do things, then that's how we'll do things, shouted Louisa and she stomped back to the chubby puppy-stuffed hot dog booth. Wow, said Simon, upon seeing his sister covered in pizza sauce and cheese and toppings. Is this a new fashion trend, or did you forget how to eat a pizza? Ha ha, Simon, said Louisa. We'll do it your way. I'm going home to clean up. All through the day, Simon and Louisa thought of different ways to get back at the bologna robot family. After they cleaned up and closed up for the day, they discussed their options. I still don't think we should just jump in and start fighting them, said Louisa. We don't have any evidence that they did anything. It would be our word against theirs, and we're the new guys. Okay then, said Simon. What are you thinking? I say we get after them just like they've been getting after us, said Louisa. And I've got the perfect prank to kick it off. Louisa and Simon waited a few days. Then, in the dark of night, they put their plan into action. Silently and slowly, they crept among the food stalls until they reached the robot pizza counter. Behind the counter, the robots kept all their ingredients in tubs, just like all the food stall operators. Simon silently opened every jar of pizza sauce they had. Louisa produced a big jar of a light brown liquid from her bag. It was full of hot dog water. They had saved a bunch of the water that they used to cook the hot dogs in. It was gross, and it was going to make the pizza sauce taste like hot dogs. As Simon poured some hot dog water into the jars of pizza sauce, he whispered to Louisa, You know, does this feel, like, really childish to you? Louisa thought for a moment. Yeah, but... We are children, so... The two completed their prank and went back home, doing their best to make sure no one was following them. They were excited for tomorrow, when they would get to see how their hot dog water prank played out. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Let's finish up with some awesome shout-outs here at the end. Cora and Gus really like the stories. Thanks for that drawing, Cora. I love it. You two are awesome. Mordecai from Texas is a fan. Thanks so much for sharing your drawings, Mordecai. You're awesome. Oliver from Chicago drew some great pictures from the Kingdom Defender series. Super work, Oliver. You're awesome. And Louisa from Kalauna is a fan, and she is so creative she made a pop-up gloop king. You're awesome, Louisa. The website is Kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and whatever to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com and find hours and hours more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidsstoriespodcast. Adios.